0: Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, words declared that require a decision. We can trust in God, so let's talk about it today. It's from the International Gospel Hour, and great having you
1: with us. Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For 90 years, churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour, starting now. I am Well, greetings everyone,
0: and it's great to have you join us once again for our broadcast from the International Gospel Hour. We appreciate our Jay Webb and his good words, and you'll hear from Jay throughout our broadcast. He is a fantastic brother, great fellow servant, and we appreciate his work here at International Gospel Hour. We appreciate you and your desire to know more of God through our study today. Hebrews 11 and verse 6 says, But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Let us seek today as we consider the text before us, Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. From the King James Version, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Friends, regardless of what our age might be, let us be thankful that regardless of age or status in life, we can trust in the Lord. However, we must turn our hearts. We must cease our understanding in our ways. Therefore, we must change our ways to acknowledge Christ. We must allow Him to direct our paths. All of this awaits the one that trusts in the Lord. We're going to elaborate further, but first, we want you to know that our broadcast comes to you under the oversight of the elders of the West Fayetteville, Tennessee Church of Christ, you can write us at International Gospel Hour at P.O. Box 118, Fayetteville, Tennessee 37334. We would love to hear from you, and you can go to our website at InternationalGospelHour.com. Click on the Contact tab and leave us a message or a request that you might have. And I mentioned our J-Web moments ago. Here's another way you can contact us at International Gospel Hour.
1: The best way to reach us is our toll-free number at 855-444-6988. You can request free Bible study courses, ask a question, or make a comment. The number is available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. That number again is 855-444-6988. If you can, give us a quick call and let us know where you hear International Gospel Hour. Tell us what city and what radio station. Thanks, and keep listening. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and
0: lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct thy paths. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Friends, trust in the Lord, because He is all wise. In God's conversation with Job... God said in Job 37, beginning with verse 14, Listen to this, O Job, stand still and consider the wondrous works of God. Do you know when God dispatches them and causes the light of His cloud to shine? Do you know how the clouds are balanced, those wondrous works of Him who is perfect in knowledge? God was granting and asking Job a question. He was challenging Job, who in turn was questioning a matter and a number of things. He let Job know of his wondrous works and says, Job, can you explain those wondrous works? Well, of course, Job could not. He even acknowledged how great God indeed was. But that wisdom and knowledge, oh, dear friends, let us desire to know of God. In Romans 11.33, O oh, the depth of the riches both of the wisdom and knowledge of God! How unsearchable are His judgments and His ways past finding out! In 1 Peter 1, 19 and 20 we learn that we are redeemed with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, But then Peter goes on to say, He indeed was foreordained before the foundation of the world, what was manifest in these last times for you. Imagine the greatness of God's wisdom and His knowledge, that before the foundation of the world, before He said, Let there be light, the true light, Jesus Christ John eight twelve was to come into the world. God had His perfect scheme of redemption through Christ laid out in eternity before time began. Ephesians 3, verses 9 through 12. What comes forth from His great wisdom is available for us through His Word. That's why we trust God. Whom else could we trust? When we see His great wisdom and knowledge, let us desire and know that as He has revealed that through His Almighty Word. In Second Timothy 3.16, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. God breathes. 2 Peter 1, 3, and 4 reminds us how He has given us all, that's A-double-L, all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Oh, to learn of God and His will through His Word. Think about the wondrous works that Job considered. And then let's recall on the day of Pentecost of those that heard the preaching and heard the teaching and the preaching of the gospel in their very own language, and how in Acts 2.11 we have heard in our language the wonderful works of God, the great gospel of Christ that is revealed unto man in order to save man, the power of God unto salvation, Romans 1.16. And therein is the righteousness of God revealed, Romans 17 we can embrace the words and the confidence of david who said of god the god of my rock in him will i trust he is my shield and the horn of my salvation my high tower and my refuge my savior thou savest me from violence 2 samuel 22:3 oh friends what wisdom and what knowledge for us to draw from Trust in the Lord because he is all-wise. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Trust in the Lord because he is all-powerful. Consider the following text with me. In Genesis 18:14, the question says, Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time I will return to you according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. This is an answer to Abraham. Is anything too hard for the Lord? Well, the answer for that is, no, nothing is too hard for the Lord. How about back to the book of Job, Job 42 and verse 2. I know that You can do everything, and that no purpose of yours can be withheld from you. That is Job's acknowledgment unto God. He says, You, God, can do everything. No purpose of yours can be withheld from you, for the purpose God brings forth is within him. Oh, my friends, think of his power. In Matthew 19 and verse 26, Jesus, in instructing those around him, looked at them and said, With men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Why do you think the Christian will bow his or her head in prayer to cry unto God to help all things become possible? When we look at Psalm 33, verses 6 through 9, By the word of the Lord the heavens were made, and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. He gathers the waters of the sea together as a heap. He lays up the deep in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spoke, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. Oh, friends... Could we not spend an entire broadcast listening to these inspired words of the psalmist? The word of the Lord made the heavens indeed. When He spoke the breath of His mouth, it came forth. How He gathered the waters together, lays up the deep. How He would speak, and it was done, commanded, and it stood fast, firm, brought forth without a doubt. Oh, to God be the glory. Let's look at the prophet Nahum in Nahum 1, verses 3 through 6. The Lord is slow to anger and great in power and will not at all acquit the wicked. The Lord has his way in the whirlwind and in the storm, in the clouds of the dust of his feet. He rebukes the sea and makes it dry and dries up all the rivers. Bashan and Carmel wither and the flower of Lebanon wilts. The mountains quake before him, the hills melt, and the earth heaves at his presence, yes, the world and all who dwell in it. Who can stand before his indignation, and who can endure the fierceness of his anger? His fury is poured out like fire, and the rocks are thrown down by him. Nahum was warning the people that when they would rebel against God, that's something you do not want to do. God is all-powerful and almighty, and yet He can bring all things possible unto us, but He will not let wicked go untouched, nor unnoticed, or unattended to. God is all-powerful. And what a beautiful thought. Friends, at this point in our discussion, I'm going to pause and defer once again to our j Webb. Let's talk about the power of God and talk about the things therein. And our friends at Apologetics Press have something very special that's available for you through International Gospel Hour. Something you can have absolutely free. Here is our j Webb, and then we'll be back with further study on trusting in the Lord.
1: Our special free publication today is called Discovery, Scripture and Science for Kids. For over 20 years, our friends at ApologeticsPress.org have made this great resource possible to help our children in dealing with such teachings as evolution, dinosaurs, creation, and a variety of biblical subjects written on a child's level. We at International Gospel Hour have been blessed with a very limited number of these, and you can get your free copy today by calling toll-free at 855-444-6988. Leave your name and address and just say, Discovery. That's it. Again, that's 855-444-6988. Leave your name and address and just say, Discovery. You can also send your request through our website at internationalgospelhour.com click on the contact tab and leave us your name and address and put reason in the message box we will send you a copy again we only have a very limited number so reach out to us now trust in the lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding
0: in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. That's our text today for our study here from International Gospel Hour. And we are seeing reasons why we trust in the Lord. Well, because He is all-wise and all-powerful, and we want to grasp that. But let's notice a third one. Trust in the Lord because of His immutability. How He endures, how He is always one on whom we can depend. In Psalm 102, verses 26 and 27, They will perish, but you will endure. Yes, they will all grow old like a garment, like a cloak. You will change them, and they will be changed. But you are the same, and your years will have no end. God will endure. We can truly count on God. From James 1 verse 17, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. You see, God will grant those perfect and good gifts and there is no change with God. Even through Jesus Christ in Hebrews 13 verse 8, He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Friends, in an ever-changing world, Is it not a blessing to know that God, Christ, His Word, the Spirit, never changes? We can depend on God. We can depend on His Word. And in a world that can let us down and will steer us wrong, is it not a blessing to know that He stands the same? He never changes. He stands, and on Him we can depend. With consistency, there is strength and reliability, and we can trust in Him and know for sure to, certain rather, His promises unto us. How blessed we are for God, and how blessed we are, and we trust in Him because of His immutability. He will endure. He is the same. He is always there. Now, friends, so far... We trust in the Lord because we see His wisdom, the knowledge that comes forth. We know of His great power. And I would also add within His power we cannot forget how He resurrected Jesus from the dead, brought Him forth, and has Him on the right hand of the Father. And yes, Jesus Christ is the same. We can count on God. He will endure. Let's consider a fourth reason. Once again, our text is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct thy paths. Trust in the Lord because He is faithful. We can build more off of His immutability, that He endures, that there is no variation. We can rely on Him any time, any emergency, any problem that we face. We can always turn to God. Friends, how many lives have been changed because individuals will turn unto God, will trust in Him with all their heart. They no longer lean on their own understanding for the ways that they would carry forth and what they would do for their lives God them in the condition that they are in. Maybe such is... Or we should say, as Paul would, such are some of you. One time you walk that way. But you see, when a person changes, they will acknowledge God with their decision. And they will follow His direction. He is faithful. Friends, He is faithful, and He will not forsake. In Psalm 9 and verse 10, And they that know Thy name will put their trust in Thee. For Thou, O Lord, has not forsaken them that seek thee. We think of Hebrews 13 and verse 5, I will never leave you nor forsake you. But friends, we must seek after God. When we look at 1 Timothy 4 and verse 10, Therefore we both labor and suffer reproach because we trust in the living God, who is the Savior of all men, specially of those that believe. What about those that do not believe? He still stands there as their Savior. He is faithful and is willing to save them, as we note to the uttermost. A person that refuses to believe and accept God is lost and outside of Jesus Christ. God will always be there for him. The Savior of all men is there But when Paul says, especially of those that believe, well, what about those that fail to believe? What about those that fail to trust? Friends, is that you? Do you love God? I know people that love God, that will acknowledge there is a God, acknowledge there is a Christ. But yet they will not change their lives or make decisions to walk according to God. God. Dear friends, will we believe and will we obey God? Maybe you're thinking on this. Maybe we've talked about some things within this broadcast that's prompting you to say, I need to know more. I need to trust in the Lord. And friends, with the simplicity, the simplicity rather of a Bible and our Bible study course, We believe we can help you. We have mailed out a number of Bible study courses by mail through the years, thousands of them, friends. And we would love to send one to you. That's the best place to begin. We're going to come back and talk a little bit more about trusting in the Lord and how to obey the gospel of Jesus Christ, and we're going to look at those things. But for the next few moments, here is our j with the details of how you can receive your Bible study course by mail. Here is
1: our j Our well-received Bible study course by mail is available to everyone absolutely free. Would you like to try it? All you do is call us toll-free at 855-444-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say Home Study. That's it. That's all you have to do. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Home Study in the message box. At your own pace, you can study the Bible in your own home. Again, it's free. Give it a try, and it's from your friends here at International Gospel Hour.
0: One more time, friends. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct thy paths. Friends, we want to help you in your study of the Word of God, because one can trust in the Lord because He is all-wise, a fountain of knowledge of which all may drink and partake. He is all-powerful. Is there anyone else to whom we can turn with our problems and our lives? He is immutable, or He is one that will never change. He is dependable. We know we can depend on God, and He is faithful. He's always there with the wisdom, the knowledge, His Word, and instruction for us to change. That's why the psalmist could say in Psalm 37, 5, Commit thy way unto the Lord, trust also in Him, and He shall bring it to pass. Friends, is it not a joy that the Word of God brings forth our faith in God? Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Romans 10 and verse 17. And so faith comes by hearing, and when we hear the Word of God, then we are able to believe it. When we hear of God, when we hear of Christ, and we believe in His Word, we are responding to the command of Jesus in John 8:24 when he said that unless we believe that he is that we will not be saved. Unless you believe that I am he, you shall die in your sins. We know that God sent Jesus To die for the world because God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. When I believe in Jesus Christ, I am going to embrace His teaching. I don't want to miss a thing. I want to embrace His wisdom, His knowledge, because I see the great power that He has over sin, and I can depend on Him. He teaches me that I can repent of my sin. That's Luke 13 and verse 3. Nay, I tell you, except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. Repentance is a change of decision resulting in a change of direction. Repentance was preached on the day of Pentecost when they were pricked in their heart and asked men and brethren, what shall we do in Acts 2.37? The first word out of Peter's mouth was, repent. Repent. You need to change your hearts. You need to change your direction. You need to change from the life that you're living. Repentance was commanded and preached by Paul on Mars Hill in Acts 17, verses 30 and 31 within the text, that God once winked at ignorance, but now commands everywhere, men everywhere, rather, to repent. Repentance is a command, and we must change. We confess our faith in Christ Jesus taught the importance of confession in Matthew ten verse thirty two. Unless we confess him before men, he will not confess us before his Father in heaven. We confess our faith in Jesus Christ, as that eunuch did in Acts eight and verse thirty seven when he said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. That's the same confession Peter made in Matthew sixteen sixteen You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. When we make that confession, and we confess Christ, we are then, based upon our faith and repentance and confession, baptized into Christ. One cannot get into Jesus Christ, nor into His church, unless one is baptized into Christ. That's the teaching of Galatians 3.27 and Romans 6.3-6. When one is baptized into Christ based upon one's faith and repentance, we understand from Acts 2 and verse 38 that we would receive the remission of sins. Sins are remitted. They are taken away at baptism. Yes, friends. Jesus in Mark sixteen sixteen said, He that believes and is baptized shall be saved. Not, he that believes shall be saved. No, no. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved. And then, friends, those who are baptized into Christ are added to His church, just like they were on the day of Pentecost in Acts 2 and verse 47. To God be the glory. I think about Saul in Acts twenty-two sixteen. Saul, why do you tarry? Arise and be baptized, and wash away thy sins, calling on the name of the Lord. When we're baptized into Christ washes away our sins and we call on the name of the Lord. Dear friends, what a beautiful thing. Do you need to obey the gospel of Jesus Christ? We hope our studies here will help you toward that end and your home study that you will receive. And we're going to continue our studies together at another time. Thank you for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour broadcast. I'm Jeff Archie and friends, keep listening.
1: God be with you.